everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Everything is fine here at Detention Block AA23, a Star Wars podcast. He did it again. He yeah. did it again. He's just jumping on it. It's probably I, because it's because the, the Cardinals are now ahead that you have to lead the intro of Detention Block AA23. How is everyone doing tonight? We are doing fantastic <laughs> here in Minnesota where we're having some pretty gnarly storms. So if Mudge drops off, it's because his house is uh, going to be in Kansas uh you know and he's going to be in the wizard of oz if dustin drops off it's because he has a five thousand dollar hailstorm claim for his vehicle yeah, it's always fun like when you're driving and you see the sky open up and then you look in front of you and you're like oh this is like standstill traffic and then it starts hailing like you're like well i don't know where to go and i see people like they go under the bridges and just kind of sit there and like i'm too impatient to do that i see cyclists there I see cyclists do that more than anyone else. And I get that. If you're riding a motorcycle, like that's a little bit of a different story, but. Well, totally. Yeah. And that's dangerous to ride a motorcycle in that condition. But I mean, there's like cars that were just sitting under the underpass, like, like and way for it to go. But it's always like, but you're going to be there for like 30 minutes. I feel like right. waiting for the that's storm what, to pass through. That's what you pay insurance for. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, you know, it was, it was, it was like, pay for this. I said, it was like, I was, uh, you know, driving on Camino, you know, with all the storms. There you go. Yeah. That's accurate. So anyway, much. I'll, I'll give you, did you see Django Fett at all while you were there? Did you see Django Fett? Yeah. He was flying around laughing at all. <laughs> you know, <our> damage. <laughs> But yes, we are Detention Black AA23, a Star Wars podcast. I'm Michael Mudge, joined by Dustin DeFranco and Zach Alt. Uh, good to have you back, Zach. We've missed you the past couple of weeks. How, how have you been doing? Uh, on the up and up this time. Uh, sorry for not being here over the last few weeks. Hit, hit the bout of COVID. The COVID hit our, our household and slowly worked its way through. But uh, finally feeling better. Family's doing great. So excited to be back. Yeah, we're glad to have you back. It, I, th- I feel like the past month it's been the Dustin and Mud show, and it's been been just Dustin just giving me a hard time about baseball every episode. I think we had an episode where we did it. We had to make it two parts because one part was all talk on baseball. <laughs> am, am I right on that, Dustin? I'd love to see if there was like that's like our highest like rated show. What if? What if yeah, I haven't even launched that one yet because I'm a little hesitant. Because what if it does beat out all of our other episodes but uh, i guess we got started i don't think it will based off of our followings I, I don't think it will but um we will kind of talk through a little bit of you know some news updates it's still pretty quiet i think there's a lot waiting on you know the andor series coming and the uh second season of bad batch coming uh we were originally going to be kind of talking about uh one year or so august 10th was the one year anniversary of us launching our first episode so originally we kind of wanted to talk about you know our thoughts on looking back on the year um but unfortunately greg wasn't able to join us originally planning on but sick kid and having a little trouble getting him to bed so we will table that conversation for next week's episode i mean it's only right that we have greg here for it since you know he was one of the three that started with and but so happy that we've got a fourth now who brings a whole new set of knowledge to the conversation, um, which glad to have him again join us for today. 
But let's kind of talk about some news and updates. So the, uh, the biggest thing that I've seen recently is I'm sure everyone's heard about it. So Rogue One is going to be coming back to the IMAX theater for select theaters. And it, it's going to come out on August 26th. Uh, and it will be around through the 30th. So if you can't go see it on the 26th, it'll be through the whole weekend. So you'll have your chance. Um, and it'll come with an exclusive look at the new Andor series. So looking forward to both of those. I mean, I'm planning on going. I, I looked at what theaters and I saw that there's two kind of in the Twin Cities areas or Twin Cities area, Rosedale and Southdale. So sounded like Zach, you were you're gonna go look at the Southdale and try to go see it. I'm thinking so because uh, it's Southdale now is basically a leap off of my new workplace where I could just leap into the theater basically. So that was pretty pumped when you said it was gonna it was coming to Southdale. So I might try. I, I think I'm gonna try and maybe squeeze a showing in on the 26th uh, yeah. if I can. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's I recently. I was just going to say, I recently rewatched it while I was uh, traveling and it's just, it's great. It's just a great, great movie. And I would love to see it again in the, in the theater since it's, it's been a while. Well, to me, it's one of those ones that's just rewatchable. I mean, some of the movies like you want to like, let's say empire strikes back. Well, I kind of have to watch a new hope before I watch empire strikes back. So it's a little more a time commitment. Um, some of the films that I think that are just watchable on their own rogue one, definitely one of them solo, you know, the, the anthology films, but I also think revenge of the Sith is one of those that you can just watch it on its own and you don't need to watch the others. Like that just has enough in that movie um, to enjoy yourself. I mean, they all, you, you know, you watch them, you'll enjoy yourself. But again, like if I'm watching empire strikes back, I want to watch the whole trilogy. So it's a little more of a time investment. Yeah, I agree with you on Revenge of the Sith. Like I, uh, I've been catching that on TNT. They've been playing it on TNT a bunch, like over yeah. the last week or so. And I keep, like, I'll, I'll after my son goes to bed, like I'll turn on the TV while my wife is like getting ready and stuff, and I'm like, oh, Revenge of the Sith is on again. I watched <laughs> it, like, and so I think I've seen the whole movie over the last week, but like a different moment, like way out of order and at yeah. different moments. I'm like, oh, this is it's still great. Like I. I really have a growing love and respect for the prequels, I think, over as years have gone by. Yeah, and I, I still put that probably my fourth or fifth favorite out of all the films, but it is the film I've watched more than any of the other movies. Yeah. I've definitely watched that one more than any other. So, so Dustin, are you going to go? Should we plan an IMAX viewing? Granted, that's that's no, you're out of town, aren't you? That's the well, is that Labor Day weekend. No, no, no. I'm, well, yeah, sorry. We are. I, I am out of town, like, with family. Then I'll be out of town the week after that for business. So I would love to go see it in IMAX. You know, Rogue One is a really good, like, it's a it's a good rubric for anybody who wants to create a Star Wars film that <clears throat> doesn't have to be a trilogy. And obviously, given the plot of the movie, you really weren't going to do a trilogy. Right. But, you know, not every Star Wars uh you know, film set has to be a trilogy, right? There, I think, remember you and I talked about like a kind of a one-off uh, movie where, you know, you get into the gray Jedi. Yeah. Like that, that doesn't have to be a trilogy. You know, that right. It be like a one-off movie. So maybe we should t uh, talk to Zach about that and see what he thinks. A gray Jedi movie? Yeah. I, I, I'm all for a gray Jedi movie. <laughs> That's what I wanted the sequel saga to be. And like, <laughs> so, so we were, we were thinking like, 
you know, someone joins, they're a Jedi, and they get disenfranchised with the, the Order, join the Sith, and then realize, like, both of them are just complete full of BS, and then kind of go and search throughout the galaxy to find, like, Force artifacts, right, for both light and dark, and then realizes there's a better way to do this. Yeah, that could be interesting. I feel like you need two movies there, though. Oh, so we have a trilogy in building. <laughs> yeah, it's well, yeah, and, like, and it doesn't I feel need like to be a trilogy. Need, like... Just needs to be like maybe like the Dune movie, right? So you know they released a new Dune. Okay, the first one was, you know, just the first half of the book, basically. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm all for like I'm all for Grey Jedi. Like, give me that. Like, I'm I'm ready for. Not for the Jedi and the Sith to go away, because it's still a great sort of story, I think. But I think it would be fun to tell a family-ish target, which is what George Lucas kind of envisioned with the pure dark and pure white um, uh, like storylines. So, uh, yeah, but I think it would be awesome. I also want to see a, um, kind of inspired by Visions. I'd like to see kind of like a Ronin type. Oh, yeah, for sure. Almost like a like a mix of maybe like kill bill with uh with star wars like i think that would be amazing like to see sort of a ronin revenge film but do you think disney would uh, ever go to that level no not with not with star wars no that's tough so this kind of brings me to a question i had i know we're kind of bouncing around a little bit but we didn't really you know it's kind of slow yeah well and our main conversation that we we're going to have it we had to adapt to you know something new so go go hey rogue one let's go rogue okay yeah theme of the show <laughs> so have any of you guys seen prey yet i That's, haven't but i've heard amazing things okay so i i had to, i'm a huge predator fan just like i'm a huge star wars fan i wouldn't put it up there like in my top five but i really enjoy it it'd be like six honorable mention for sure but i had to watch it i have hulu and you know, wait for my wife to go to bed. It was released on Friday, so kind of a perfect night to watch it. Oh my God, is it amazing! But so the the plot of the sh the movie is is set back in the you know time where there's Native Americans, right? The Cherokee, and, and that's inspired people to think, oh man, put like Predator in like the feudal Japan age with samurai. Yeah. <laughs> so so then you could do that, like almost like in Star Wars, right? Yeah. Like. You know, obviously different galaxy, right? But that that Ronin, like you're saying, feel. I just think it's funny because that inspired people to think that it would be cool to do it more. In, but you know, you got to toe a fine line of not being, you know, a cultural appropriation, right? Right, right. And they did a such a good job in Prey. There were some, there were some people that were not as thrilled about. You know, there's this kind of this plot where you know it's she's a woman and no one thinks that she can do like the things and uh, you know that's not really spoon fed to you but there's subtle hints of it. I think they did a pretty good job because you know it's funny people always forget that's probably how it was. <laughs> you know, like if that's how it was, it's not really like you know pandering to that right. you know wokeism yeah. that we. Right. It's just true, but we're so sensitive to it now. You know. Right. Yeah. 
when I saw like a lot of uh, a little off Star Wars topic here, but I saw a lot of like ideas for like new movies. Like you mentioned, like feudal Japan. And one of the ones I saw was like alien in feudal Japan. I'm like, this this is great. Like, let's let's keep these coming. Like, this could be really fun. But is this uh, another you- like cowboys and aliens movie? Have you seen that with what's his face? I have that Harrison was- Ford. Yeah, was yeah, he in that? Har- yeah, curmudgeonly <laughs> Harrison Ford. It's my favorite part of that whole movie. Just grumpy Harrison Ford yelling at Daniel Craig, and that's yeah. right. Daniel he, Craig he was the lead in that, wasn't he? Yeah. So, so this is my thing. This applies more to the Alien franchise than it does Predator, because Predator or Alien happens in the future. Like that's the original storyline. So I don't want to go back to the past. I want to keep going in the future and it's like seeing where things progress. Right? My biggest thing about the alien series, the thing that I think they did the best is in the first movie, they go into an alien ship and they find a, an intelligent species. And then there's all these eggs in the ship and you, you don't know why or what they were there for. Right. And that's where they could have expounded upon it, which they, they did in aliens. Right. Yeah. Where they introduced the queen and kind of like the topology of the hive. And you know what how how the life cycle of the alien works. And I just want to keep expounding upon that. They try to do that a little bit in the prequels, but I think they did a terrible job by by saying that an android created the species, just really made it I don't know. I, I just I, I wish they would just strike that from the record. <laughs> just re- just remove Prome- Prometheus and Prometheus. Yeah. Just, yeah, retcon it or something. What was the one after Prometheus? uh covenant covenant that's right yeah Yeah. but see that's my thing is there's a game called alien uh aliens fire team and it's like a a three person like you go and you do a mission and you know you can like up the difficulty it's kind of like a hive uh, like left for dead right where like you're trying to just survive these waves but there's some really good lore in that game and i just wish they would expand upon the lore of aliens and same with like star wars right i don't know if you heard a lot about some of the concept stuff that they were coming out with what they thought was going to be rise of skywalker it would have been the same name but you know like the sith like the true sith behind all that was not palpatine but like somebody we'd never heard of it almost like an alien creature yeah yeah and that would have been i wanted them just to that was my only i wish they would have just done plagueis like and and yeah like Palpatine's master, or who I think will eventually be introduced into canon as Palpatine's master. Um, that would have been cool. Yeah, and all the Trevorrow stuff is... I thought there were some really cool and thoughtful choices in his script. Well, and that could have been, like, you know, explained and plugged in from the prequels with, you know, when he was talking about, you know, him searching for Im- immortality, essentially, and, yeah. you know, um, Sidious thinking that he did not, you know, succeed in that, but then come to find out, sure enough, maybe he did. That could have been yeah. a, a cool, like, little tie-in. Um, and, and speaking of Alien, and or not Alien, Predator and Star Wars, I, I can't remember what it was, but I did see a headline that said, like, Star Wars does plug into Predator one way or another. Of course, it's all just, like, fan stuff and whatnot, conspiracy yeah. theory. Kind of like uh, how Star Wars can plug into planet Earth because of et like the movie et and you see the et characters in like the senate hall or senate room or whatnot senate chambers and 
So I, I guess there is potentially a, a connection with Predator in Star Wars there, Dustin. So, okay, wasn't there a bet be- between George Lucas and Spielberg? Yeah, so, so yeah like, there was. Yeah, so like, George Lucas bet that Close Encounters of the Third Kind would be more successful than Star Wars, and Steven yeah. Spielberg betted the, the opposite. Yeah, Steven yeah, Spielberg and- won. <laughs> Yeah, and it, it, like there were some legit stakes in that bet. Like I thought it was like a piece. It's of like ten percent. It's ten percent of like, like merchandise of profits merch or something. Yeah. Yeah. So like, <laughs> just like Spielberg's just like, all right, like <laughs> off of a silly bet. Like the dude is basically doesn't need to make a movie again because he's getting a bunch of merch rights from Star Wars. Isn't How it awesome like, is that? Isn't that like yeah. kind of like Pete Rose betting on baseball though? Like, no, yeah. you're betting on your own movie to fail. Yeah. Well, I think like famously oh, I'm going to take this for the freaking, you know, merchandise rights. Yeah. yeah. And I think famously Spielberg was like, this is going to be massive. Like he, he like knew. the whole time, I think he, he knew he was telling George, like, this is going to be a massive movie. How did he know? Um, did, has anyone ever really talked about was, how he knew? Or well, I think he was like on the set and saw some of the effects and the oh. storyline, and like I think he liked, and I, I'm sure he saw pieces of the script and was like, "This is great," and like the, and probably the fact that it's just he, like Lucas was basically creating this amalgamation of myth and Flash Gordon and World War II stuff and. Like, I think that he just was like, this is going to be pretty, pretty epic. Maybe this is a stupid question, but what's more successful? Stupid question. Star Wars or ILM? Ooh. You almost, uh, that's a great question. I mean, longevity. Well, I don't even know if you could say ILM longevity because something else could come along and replace it, which where Star would Wars be- would live on forever. I would maybe argue that the companies that came out of Lucasfilm and Star Wars are bigger than Star Wars because you have ILM, Pixar. Yeah, uh, Pixar, that's true. T eight was THX, not THX, uh, Skywalker oh, Sound. Skywalker Sound, which does everything these days. Um, uh, what else? I'm missing some. There's, and that's actually I I, I don't know know if you guys have talked about it yet but i've i've heard the ilm documentary on disney plus is is excellent yeah we we brought it up like when they first launched or when they released the first episode i haven't watched it yet but yeah i haven't either i got like you know at celebration they were kind of giving you know little clips from it and everything and it does sound really fascinating because i think my favorite part of it is they just seem like they were just there to have fun they they were kind of winging it. They didn't know where it was going to go or what was going to happen. It was kind of like a fraternity or like a sorority house and that just expanded into what was ILM today. So mm-hmm. like they just talked about like they would get into trouble and, you know, they would be causing habit in like the back room and then, you know, something would explode and they would laugh about it. But then the car would pull up with like a bunch of execs coming in and they're like, oh, crap, we got to hide what just happened type of a thing. So, <laughs> it just seems super fascinating on what that show is um, all about. So I, I do want to watch it, but I just yeah. haven't gotten it to gotten to it yet. So, so yeah. speaking and of by the time- way, THX was a company. Oh, that it was. Did come from. OK. Yeah, Star Wars. Yeah. So uh, speaking of tie ins. You know, you mentioned uh you know, Alien and Predator. So 
I went back and rewatched after I saw uh, Prey. I saw the original Predator. Okay. Which is an excellent film. And then I went back and watched Predator Two, and uh, not so good. It's it it's just uh, it just doesn't hold up like Predator. Like the, a lot more CGI, but you know, there's a scene in that movie where Danny Glover, his character, goes in, and he's in like the alien ship. And then, like you see, like all the trophy skulls, and mm. one of them is an alien skull. Yeah, I remember that. And that's the tie-in, right? And just that one little piece of Easter egg kind of opened up that AVP. Yeah, I was just gonna say you got AVP too. Yeah, so that I think that's where that comes from, which is kind of cool. But and there's like other skulls in there too, you know. It wasn't just the alien one. There's like human and like some other creatures that you never probably knew about. But I thought that was kind of cool. It was a nice touch. And uh, the only reason I watched the movie was to see that one little scene. <laughs> then you turn it off after that. You're like, okay, this movie is not. Well, so it was good, at the but... end, thankfully. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I would, you know, talking about the success of like the companies that came out. But would you say that Star Wars will live longer? than those companies yes yeah because i would have to believe that would be the case because i mean a lot of people dub star wars as like modern mythology i would agree with that i mean they have i mean university of minnesota zach you and i went to the to that school and they had classes that was the mythology of star wars like yeah i mean i I feel like that class no, I, I unfortunately what? didn't because it, it was like they had like 10, you know, people that could join that class and it was always gone like right away. Yeah, it was a it was a small class. And I remember trying to fit it into my senior year and I got I just couldn't I do it. In. Yeah, honestly, much. I figured you'd be doing favors to get in that class. If you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did get into something similar. It was King Arthur because I love stories about King Arthur and I got into one of those, but I was not able to get star wars which i so badly wanted but yeah i I think star wars like whether it's the mythology of it or just the stories those will surpass any companies that have come out of the result of star wars so you know my my favorite class my guilty pleasure class was uh film study right oh i took that we like watch old movies that's where i was uh, first time i ever saw citizen kane and taxi driver rosebud I, I never i didn't like that movie to be honest with you. i still thought it was boring as all get out but um, yeah so that was my what, what was your favorite what was your favorite class zach college course in undergrad in, in college uh Grad i love my film yeah i love my film studies and there, there's probably two so like my film studies class and then uh, I really enjoyed, this is like really nerdy of me as like a business guy. Like I had a really great brand management class my senior year, like with a really good teacher that taught me a lot. Those were probably my two, but like the film class was awesome. Like the teacher was super creative, kind of out there, which was fun. Yeah. And uh, she just made it really fun. Um and like we we got to see some really good really good movies. I think we watched Raiders, Raiders of the Lost Ark in that oh, class. Oh, did you? That's pretty cool. Yeah. 
and we had like there was I distinctly remember watching like a uh, there was a, a Spike Lee movie that I can't remember the name of it which was a Spike great, Lee joint it was a Spike Lee joint um it wasn't one of his famous ones that was kind of like a more indie one um and I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head but yeah like it kind of it got me exposed to some like really great film um we ne- we didn't get to watch Star Wars because she she was kind of trying to purposely avoid the big studio films. For sure, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, we watched a lot of old stuff, a lot of vaudeville stuff from the early like the '30s, and that okay. was kind of fun. Um, probably the biggest one we watched was like Maltese Falcon, like a a Bogart film okay. from the '50s, which is like you have to see it. She's like, you guys have to watch a Bogart movie. So like we <laughs> we watched that. It was great. <clears throat> yeah i think that arthur course it was like a one credit course was probably my favorite and we even got to like read uh in old english uh one of the original arthur books and oh my gosh have, oh, you, tra- have you ever tried cool. reading an old english book you know i when i read a book so many times i have to go back and reread a page already when it's just in you know standard english <laughs> going back when it's you know, oh my gosh, it's it's, it's too taxing. challenging. It is. I still I still probably have it. I think I have like the original, like the Sir Thomas Mallory old English version of King Arthur. Isn't it like um, Artur or something like that? Or yeah, the Lamort de Arthur. Yeah, um, yep. That's what I have. Yep. And that was cool. one that we read in that class. And it was it is pretty cool. And I don't know. One it was one credit though, but it was more just leisurely type of thing. So that's cool. And uh, did, did you guys or did any of you guys take uh, like the music, music history? That was like a big thing. A lot of my buddies did that. I didn't do a music year. history one. I did took a golf some? class in summer. That was my favorite. A golf class? Yeah, that was great. <laughs> oh, I took karate senior year, actually. Of college or high school? College. Oh, wow. I, did, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, they had one credit. It was a one credit class. Did you do karate before college or? No. Oh, I did Taekwondo as a kid, but like, I think I was a yellow belt. And then I worked my way up to the the end of the class. You get, you get your belts. So I got my, went from white to yellow. Okay. There you go. (laughs) Progression. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I did have one other piece of news here that I thought was pretty cool. I mean, we've talked a lot about the Obi-Wan Kenobi series and the potential for a season two, but you and McGregor did say that a season two will happen eventually. Um, so if he says that, I feel like that's pretty, you know, pretty set. Uh, I don't want to say set in stone, but I, I have a lot of confidence that a season two will happen if he says that. So what, what, what are your thoughts on that? I think it'll happen. I like, I do think it'll happen. And I, I was actually just talking to a buddy about this because he just, I have a buddy who is a little bit uh, behind on some of the like Star Wars content and he just finished Obi-Wan and was like, eh, I like, I liked it quite a bit. And uh, he asked me what I thought. And I, I was like, generally I enjoyed it. I just think, I think part of me is like enjoyed it more because I I'm kind of expecting another season. Like, yeah. and I think I'm like, there's going to be another season. I think that's going to make me like season one more. Uh, Cause there's, I, um, and I think there's there's creatively stuff you can do and still have a a, a full season of that show. I think um, it might be a little like 
more centered on Tatooine, which I think would, would be I'd be fine with. More Tatooine. Yeah, I know. Like I, the fans are like, I was just going to no say, I'm okay with more Tatooine because I mean, Tatoo- that's that's where everything started. I mean, you can't have enough yeah. in my eyes. You can't have enough Tatooine. But I know the yes, popular opinion. Yes I know the popular opinion for Star Wars fans is that we've seen enough Tatooine, not just that, but enough desert planets. He doesn't like sand. (laughs) Yeah, I just I think it would be problematic if they do another season of Obi Wan and there's another Vader Obi Wan showdown. I don't think there would be. I I think you have to do something different where it's away from Vader, Um, and so like naturally you did the Leia thing. So now that naturally the second season would do the Luke thing where he's projecting Luke on Tatooine would be my thought, but you could also go a different direction and do some stuff with like, if you wanted to sort of tie into the fallen order plot line, which would be kind of cool. True. And I think uh, Vader's one of his last lines in that show when Emperor Palpatine was like talking about is like Obi-Wan impacting you. And Vader was like, I'm, I'm done with him. You know, more or less, he said. I think that was them saying, okay, if we, you know, moving forward, Obi-Wan Kenobi's story is going a different direction. And then yeah. my prediction is there's going to be some kind of Vader show or yeah, something there that, should be a Vader that show. comes out. And this is where kind of that splits. So Yeah, and and honestly, what they should do is just adapt the Charles Soul comics. Yeah. They, like, just do that. You have the material like, right there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, those are, they're amazing and they should just do that. Like, they don't need, I don't think we, we need a separate storyline. I'd love just, just to see that in live action. Well, and there's where you can plug in like Dr. Afra because I know they've talked about bringing that character into live yeah. action. She would fit in right there. And then, it, like we said, you would have your Kenobi series going a completely different direction. Yeah, I don't, I agree. Yeah. You can't have, you can't have another showdown between the two of them. It just, I feel like it wouldn't fit. Yeah, but I think it, like you could do some really cool stuff like exploring the relationship with Palpatine and Vader. Like I mm-hmm. would love to see more of that. I'd love to see. Uh, there's some stuff that they're doing in the current comics right now with Vader and uh, some connections to Padme, like which I think are interesting. It would be cool to see on screen. Um, I mean, like even like even just the original Vader run by like Charles Soule would be great to adapt. Right. Just adapt that directly. Um, which has got a lot of great Palpatine Vader stuff in it. <clears throat> right. So do you think this Kenobi show would end with two seasons or would you hope for more or is it getting too much if you go beyond that? I think, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I love Ewan McGregor. So give me as much of that of him as Obi-Wan as possible. Like, I think even if you look back at people being down on the prequels, usually there was always a, but Ewan was great. Like we yeah. like loved him. Like there was always that comment that came. Um, and so like seeing him as Obi-Wan is always fun. Um, and so like, I, maybe you could get three seasons out of that, out of that. I think, um, I think any more than that might get a little old and unless you started to pull in, like maybe ties to rebels or like, Right. other things I like i like the idea of like because it kind of seems like they're trying to do sort of like a marvel they're thinking about doing that and so could you do something that in the next season or in a third season that ties into like a fallen order arc and that fallen order arc ties to ahsoka that then ties to sort of this big rebels reunion that they're building towards um with with thrawn 
Yeah. Well, uh, so it's kind of culminating to sort of like the the like a huge flashpoint moment, kind of like Endgame did. I was just gonna say, didn't they already kind of announce that there is an endgame moment in their plans yeah. for Star Wars that's going to yeah. happen? Yeah. But we it seems know. to be do we know where that falls? Start to set it up. Yeah, like it seem. I mean, my hope is that they just do, like, basically a a, a rebooted version of the Thrawn trilogy, like the the original Zahn stuff, where yeah. you actually do pull Luke into that. But we'll see what they end up doing. My guess is it'll probably be heavy Ahsoka and Ezra. Yeah, that's. Um, I feel like Ahsoka is going to be leading that. That's yeah. I think that you could put your money on one way or another Dustin what do you think about the potential for either a second or third fourth season of Kenobi yeah I mean they left it kind of open to do as much as they want because you really don't know like what Obi-Wan was up to you know until A New Hope I mean he kind of knew he was a hermit right I think two would be fine I guess it depends on like the content of the seasons, right? Like, well, that's true I, too. Do I want more in the sense like, do they do a good job? Because yeah. there were moments during, uh, there were moments during season one of Obi Wan that just like, oh boy, this is bad television. And so you know, if they continue to do that, I'm like, okay, two's fine. But if they keep us giving us great content, then yeah, you know, you want more and more and more. Well, that's a good point. Um, so knowing that, you know, the ratings that the Kenobi series is getting, I mean, Mandalorian is still leading the way for, in terms of Disney plus TV shows, um, where the Kenobi series falls in that, does that raise any concern for, you know, upcoming potential seasons of Kenobi? Or do or is it probably just more of the, you know... (laughs) Disney just going to make whatever they can because they have the money to and you know they'll continue to bring in revenue whether it's through merchandise or or whatnot I, I I mean I think Star Wars is in fairly good hands with them so I don't know if they would you know just throw caution to the wind with what their plan is but you know I, I don't see where there's a conflict there I just you know just talking about that and speaking of the ILM you know, show that they recently released from that panel. And I think I've talked about this a little bit before. They were saying that Kathleen Kennedy is like a yes woman. Like she's presented something and every time she's going to say yes, like she likes it and she's like, okay, let's make it happen. And then, you know, the product they come back with is where they decide if they're going to do something or not with it. And I think that's why a lot of times we see, all these shows that are going to be announced or all these movies, and then they end up getting canceled or whatnot because her strategy or Disney's strategy is you come with an idea. We'll say yes. Then, you know, show me what your idea is with this. And then we'll go from there. Is that, is that risky? Is that, how do you feel about that? Personally? I don't like that. I mean, to me, it sounds like I would want it to be filtered a lot more. Because... To me, it sounds like the plot of uh, literally the show, the movie Yes Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I just think yeah. St- Star Wars material just needs a lot more thought that goes into it. And a lot of it is one, because of how big the fan base is. And like, 
how reactive and passionate Star Wars fans are about, you know, the product that's coming out. So I don't know. I would like to see a little more filters put in uh, versus just saying yes to everything and then, you know, moving yeah, from there. Yeah, because I mean, some of the projects to me that they're greenlighting to are still feeling very close to the like, oh, we're going to, you know, exp- expand upon the OT. Like, it's, it's like, can we start to maybe go beyond this? Like, because I, I think at some point we're just going to continue to like hash out now that being said give me a shadows of the empire movie I, i'd be very happy with that um <laughs> uh like but like you know rogue squadron i'm just like i'm not super pumped for that like i just i'm concerned about it and then like it feels like they're putting a ton of pressure on like hey we got to put all this stuff out on tv like it like i would like to see more balance in the slate in terms yeah. of like tv and movies i want to see I more movies like, i also feel like there's like a um a bit of like not great direct like there's not like a a direction they're going which i think and i think even marvel phase four is suffering from this too it's like yep. i i liked the new thor movie i know a lot of people didn't like it but i i can understand where people are coming from where it's like what like what is phase four even doing like who is the bad guy where are we going with this is this some we get it's probably a multiverse thing, but like, who's the enemy? And but everyone like, forgets there's it a was lot the of same like... way in, in in the early phases of the Marvel movies, right? It was the yeah. exact same. Like, mm-hmm. like you didn't know about you didn't know about um, uh, Thanos until what after Civil War, where he's like, fine, do I'll no, do like they they tease Thanos in the first Avengers movie because he's the he's the big bad that sends Loki. But they've already teased. They've already teased the big bad, which is Kang the Conqueror. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, a bit. Right, kind of. But But he's just in a different format. He was in Loki. He's in Loki. But I, I think too, the difference is with Marvel and you know what is it? The first three phases of, um, like Avengers, they were more or less using material that was already out there to bring out you know, the events that transpired. So fans knew it. Fans knew in the back of their head that Thanos is around just by what's going on. They're just, I mean, even from the Iron Man movies, I'm like, okay, at what point does Thanos play a part in this? Now with phase four, I think it's like, okay, we're, we're kind of in new territory here. We're game of Thrones without, you know, the book book being written. So where are we going to go from this? And I think that's where, the more unknowns are coming for with from with phase four because a lot of the new phase four stuff it's like okay but it's not great i, was, I liked i really liked the loki show and i think the loki yeah, show brought a lot of potential for the future of marvel but some of the other stuff just isn't quite there yet but yeah. I, um i guess with star wars though i mean everything has always been open-ended it's just mm-hmm. um but then again, like you were talking about, you got the Vader comics, like you have material you can use mm-hmm. but, and probably that's what fans want to see. But yeah, so that, you know, that's interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. And I know like uh, Taika Waititi is still working on his trilogy. So that could start to bring in some like differences, new characters, planets, et cetera, which I think would be kind of fun to see. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm hopeful like that some of this stuff will start to and it like I don't think Star Wars overall needs like 
this massive direction. So I'm going to contradict myself a little bit, but like if we're going to continue to pull on OT threads and Ahsoka and like, which who I love, and I have no problem with them doing that. Like, I, I feel like those characters should build towards something, but if you're going to do something completely new, completely different then I think that can be its own kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so I kind of like to see that balance a, a little bit more. I think. I was just going to say, I think you got to go for like a one for one. You where you have one or, you know, one product going with like the OT or the story that we already know about, you've got to have another item that's completely something new because Mm -hmm. I feel like older generations, they gravitate more to the, you know, the original trilogy or the star Wars stuff that we know. And then younger generations, they're like, I want something new. I I want to move beyond because I mean, you think about, you know, all the fans that were around when the original trilogy was being released, like that's star Wars to them. And they, Mm -hmm. they want more of that. Anytime, anything like, you know, uh, the sequel trilogy comes in, or even when the prequel trilogy came in, it's like, it's almost a little defensive. Like, no, this isn't star Wars to me. They want something around the original story. So when I say like one for one, just when you release, uh, you know, like a rogue squadron, bring something that's like, you know, old Republic type of a thing or high Republic yeah. type of thing. You, you got to yeah. like, you, like you were saying, you got to balance it out a little bit. So that, I think that's the approach that needs to be taken. Yeah. And I, I, I selfishly want something that's going to make me as amazed as like the first time I saw star star Wars, like, and part of me wants that for like the younger generation too, like where they get that really cool experience. They'll get it from the OT I'm sure. But like, that they have this sort of in theater experience with something that's Star Wars property that is new and different and like crazy technology that they've never seen before and like amazing story. And like, I I would love for something like that to come out again and hit theaters. Do you think that's possible? I I think they could, I, I think so. I think they could probably do it if they, they make it, not so connected to the ot i think you you could probably pull something off yeah if you if you want something i i like that i agree it's got to be almost completely disconnected from ot yeah give it to dennis villanueva let him let denis villanueva let him make a star wars movie he's the dune (laughs) the dune director oh that was so good when does the next dune movie come out not till probably next year next year next year i think yeah or even it might even be 2024. Yeah. Is there just going to be two films or is there going to be more? Well, I think he wants to do three and they only greenlit one and then they've greenlit the sequel. I don't think they've greenlit a third. So I think he has to make sure, like, I think the box office has to prove that a third one's going to exist, which will be weird if it's not, if it just doesn't continue. So would they continue beyond the book? Because you said the first movie is like the first half of the book, Dustin. Well, there, there's like eight books. Oh, okay. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not familiar with Dune. So. Series. Yeah. So, I, like, I don't know how much of he, of the first book he'll adapt in the second part. I mean, he. There's a lot of content left in the first book. Okay. Okay. So they could just keep churning out, <laughs> Dune stuff for years and years to come. Yeah, it gets we. Uh, it gets we. I haven't read any of this. I only read the first one, and because partially because I heard it gets really weird after a while. I heard the second one's good, but then it like gets kind of goes off the rails. 
I, I did like, the, I haven't read anything, but I did like the first movie. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I, I liked yeah, it so, too. So, Doom was always heralded as this movie you could, or a book that you could make a movie. Yeah. Because it was so complex. And that Denis Villeneuve did that in such grand fashion to me tells me that he could do a Star Wars movie and absolutely knock it out of the park. Yeah, I think he would and touch crush it. Concepts that I think need to be addressed, which is, yeah. this, you know, black and white, yin and yang with the Sith and the the Jedi, right? And because Dune he would, primarily... be the per- he would be the perfect director, I think, to do the great Jedi stuff. And because Dune primarily takes place on a desert planet, so... No, we're not doing Tatooine. <laughs> yeah. He's got no. Just let him do, let him do like a 10th Skywalker film to like fix the sequel saga. <laughs> he did it. He made us, the dude made a sequel to Blade Runner which, where everyone was like, this is not going to work. And he crushed it. Like everyone, like I think the expectations of that were like, you can't do a sequel to Blade Runner. It's funny. I it's used like, to no, Blade he, Runner and he I did it Blade. And he crushed it. What was that, Dustin? He said Blade Runner, and my brain just said Blade. Wesley, Wesley Snipes, you know? Isn't there a Wesley new Blade Snipes. movie coming out? Or Yeah, there is. Well, he's yeah. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe now. Yeah. Mahershala Ali. Yeah, yeah. And did I'm you excited see, for that. Do you see Daredevil uh, is being brought back, too? They're going to create new seasons for that? I'm excited for that. That was the be best Marvel show. That was so that good. They did on Netflix. By that, yeah. That was so good. So yeah, and they're bringing liked, back the I same actors. Jessica Jones too. Do you like to, okay, Jessica Jones? I yeah, yeah. That was the other one. I I watched that one. I watched some of Iron Fist, but I couldn't really get into it. Iron Fist, Iron Fist was, was such bad. a flop. And the then, actor didn't yeah. even like. I don't even think he went to his martial arts classes or anything, right? Like I, he blew him off or something. I did like Punisher. Punisher was, was good. Um, I haven't. I haven't watched Defenders though. The That's, show Defenders was that any good? Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Okay. It's better than... I, I never mean, finished it. Even though Iron Fist is in it, <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty good. But, you know, so that's like uh, Luke... What's his name? Luke... Uh, I want to say... No, Luke no. Cage. Luke yeah, Cage. Luke Cage. Luke I want to say Luke Kang, which is the guy from... That's what Luke I keep on. <laughs> um, but Jessica Jones was really good. Killmonger was such a good bad guy. Yeah, Killmonger was a good bad guy. Right? Is that was his name, Zach? Or some, oh, that's the from the first season of Jessica Jones. Yeah, what was his uh, name? No, because Kill Killmonger is from Black Panther. Yeah, it was okay. So it was Kill something though, Killroy or something. Um, I don't remember his name. Yeah, he was he was a good villain though. Um, oh. with like with the mind control power, like that. Yeah, was, yeah. I thought like, that was a really good. Oh, he villain. would do he, he would do such rotten things with that, you know? Yeah. Was he sh- her love interest or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, kind of forced. Yeah, true. The mind power. Yeah. yeah, forced love interest, for sure. All right. Well, I know we want to be respectful of Zach's time. Uh, he's. We, we probably went over. Do we go over a little bit for you, Zach? Yeah, we did, but that's okay. <laughs> so that's okay. We'll, we'll kind of wrap it here, wrap it up here, and like I said, we'll table the conversation of reflecting on a year. Of, yeah, reflecting on a year of podcasting for star wars for our next week's episode but did you, did just, you know what that was that symbol i made yeah it was cut like that's a wrap 
Now this is the wrap it up box from the Chappelle show. Wrap it up. B. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I will quickly just call out our social media handles. So you can find us on Twitter at block AA 23 pod on Instagram at detention underscore block underscore AA underscore 23. Our Facebook group detention block AA 23, a star Wars podcast and our YouTube channel detention block AA 23, a star Wars podcast. And, you know, just want to continue to, you know, communicate out to everyone, you know, please interact with us, follow, subscribe, um, rate, anything you can do to help us out. We greatly appreciate, you know, those are the ratings that we're able to work off of. And um, so anytime you can help spread our name out or anything, we greatly appreciate it. And interacting with you guys is one of our favorite parts of this. So uh, any final thoughts before we close for the evening, Zach or Dustin? May the force be with you and go see Rogue One. Go see Rogue One. Um, go watch the new, Prey. The new House of Dragons starts this weekend. Yeah, it does. Go watch Prey. If you haven't seen it, it's well worth your time. And get ready for Andor. And then a week later, Bad Batch season two. So we, I know it's kind of a lull right now, but just give us a month and there's going to be so much product for us to talk about. And I can't wait for it because... Anytime we get more Star Wars stuff, we're all happy. So I am Michael Mudge, joined by Dustin DeFranco and Zach Ald. Thanks again for listening in to us or listening to us. And you guys have a great rest of your week. And we will talk to you guys next time on Detention Black AA23, a Star Wars podcast. And may the force be with you. And also with pools. Okay, I'm glad you didn't say the Cardinals. I was wondering if you're gonna go down. No, Pool scored or got two home runs on us. Yeah. So no. That's great. All right. Bye guys. Thanks for calling. This is Han Solo, and I'm going to be keeping you company for the next few hours right here on the Midnight Shift. Something's down.